This is the Infatuation Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. This week's episode is not completely on brand with our podcast. It's a little little different. We're going to talk about dating. We thought it'd be fun to do a little Valentine special by asking guests over, over the last few months some questions about dating preferences and dating styles and opinions. And so we put it all together on a recording and I invited a few of my podcast buddies to sit in and listen to these recordings and maybe give their opinions as well. And Overall, I thought it turned out pretty fun and interesting, so I hope that you enjoy this episode. I want to give an emphatic warning today. There are a lot of unbleeped swear words and content that may not be appropriate for your workplace or for your children, so please use your discretion and maybe turn down the volume or grab a pair of headphones just in case. So you've been warned, but uh, we hope you enjoy this episode. It's all in fun, so don't take it too seriously. And as usual... Thank you so much for listening. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. And in honor of Valentine's Day, we're going to be talking about dating, especially first dates. And so we've been planning this show for months. So what I did is when I had guests done, I would record them after the session. If they had time, I would record them. And so I've recorded about, I actually only recorded about nine people, but we're calling this episode 15 first dates because nine plus we have four people here. So that's going to be 13. So it's really 13 first dates, but I thought it was catchier to say 15 first dates. So we'll go with that. And since no one wants to hear a 50-year-old talk about dating, I have brought along some friends. They are from all over the world. We are on three different continents and three different time zones. So you'll hear some familiar voices for you guys. Let's see. I'll introduce Julia first. We have Julia from Sydney, Australia. Hey, Jules. How's it going? Hi. Nice to be here. You're wearing tank top again. So every time we record, it's, <laughs> it's like winter over here and summer over there. Yeah. So you guys are like right in the middle of summer. Is it like 25 degrees, yeah. 40 degrees? Uh, it's over 30 degrees Celsius. Celsius. So I don't know what that is yeah. Fahrenheit, but it is That's hot, hot down yeah. here. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us again. You guys know Julia is... One of the co-hosts from the Asian Soup podcast, which you can find wherever you're listening to this. And she's been on before. We talked a little pachinko before, so you guys should know Julia. And sitting next to Julia is her co-host, Roxanne. Hey, Rox. Hey, everyone. Hey, Curtis. Happy to be here today. Welcome back. This is your third time as well. We did a fashion episode. Yes, we did. Uh about a year ago as well. So yeah, so Rox is an old friend of the program. Anything new going? I saw a new tank top design from Kin Made. Uh, yes, thank you for noticing. We have a new dress and a new tank top um, at Kin Made. That's one of my other hobbies aside from the podcast, um, just a sustainable women's wear label. So things are going well with them. You're doing new designs every so often, just rolling them out. Yeah, we're planning to do a lot more this year. So watch that space. Keep your eyes open. Available where? You can get it Hong Kong, Australia. You can mainly shop online at kinmade.co. <laughs> Self-plug-in there. No problem. <laughs> and you'll ship anywhere? You'll ship to the States? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. So everyone out there, you can get stuff. Go to, what was it, kinmade.co? Yeah. All right. Yeah, go check them out. And thanks for coming along, both of you. And coming all the way from Singapore is our good friend, the mysterious Teddy Teo, host of A Briefcase Podcast. Welcome back, Teddy. Hi, Curtis. And hi, infatuation friends. It's me again. <laughs> <laughs> She's back. Yeah. So we had fun talking true crime last time. So Teddy does a true crime podcast out of Singapore where she talks about Asian true crime. Crimes about Asians by Asians, right? Crimes about Asians by Asians. We stretch it sometimes to crimes by Asians, not in Asian countries. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Why not? Hot on yeah. the, like, we just want an Asian in your crime. <laughs> Any kind of Asian in your crime. All right. Yeah, I just listened to a naughty episode by you, the naughty, naughty episode. Oh, naughty, naughty Singaporeans. Naughty, naughty. You are a little bit repressed here. <laughs> yeah, a little bit about pornography and the scandals of the small little place called Singapore. But uh, thanks for coming back on, Teddy. Thanks, Curtis. 
Always glad to be here. It's going to be fun. Hey, is Valentine's Day a thing in Singapore and Australia? Is it like a big holiday or non-holiday or is it only an American thing? I don't even know. I, I would say generally, yes, because Singapore is really quite a capitalist country. You know what I mean? But like <laughs> the Dubai of Southeast Asia, I'm sorry. Right, right. Yeah, and Valentine's Day is a capitalist holiday. Not saying it's the worst thing in the world, but like I 100% buy into it. Don't I I love getting flowers. I don't know if you guys like getting flowers. I love getting flowers and I love dressing up because, you know, I feel cute. But I also like sneaking around because um, me and Ruben, we live in a one-bedroom apartment. So I have to sneak around with his present and, like, hide it. So it's really fun. <laughs> All right. So you got plans. I don't, don't have to give it away here, but you got plans for the big day? Well, I hope he has plans for the big day. I have, like, a gift. So you expect a little more than you than you is it a little more of the guy's responsibility to take care of Valentine's Day? It's a little bit of a sexist holiday, I would say. Like <laughs> I I will get to be taken out and you get a present and the privilege of my company <laughs> atmosphere <laughs> model. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. How about in Australia? Is it a is it a thing in Australia? Yeah, I definitely think it's a thing here in Australia um yeah personally myself I don't like I don't really celebrate it but as I'm getting older like into my 30s I am appreciating it a little bit more like you know a bunch of flowers (laughs) you know can never hurt so I feel like I'm evolving as well but I definitely think Valentine's Day is a pretty big pretty big thing here yeah yeah, yeah. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, I definitely, you know, you see more roses at the florist and, you know, I think it is a bit of a sexist holiday too. You know, it's more, you know, man giving the girl some flowers <laughs> and taking them out. Dinner places are all booked out, so you better book right now. Which is- yeah, yeah. I'm actually a fan of going out on the 13th or the 15th. <laughs> like, you know, the, the sentiment is the same, but you can get an easier reservation. You know, it's a lot easier to get into the restaurants. Yeah. And so, yeah, Viv doesn't seem to care. So we, we used to go either day before or day after just to avoid all the crowds. And exactly. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's like whatever works for you guys. Like I heard of um, one couple who always goes to the McDonald's as like uh-huh. a valentine's day tradition and i just thought that was the cutest thing ever so we did that once as well like we were like let's have mcdonald's on valentine's day because it just feels a little bit like you're going against the tradition yeah. but it's still you're doing something yeah really mm-hmm. depends yeah. on the couple i'll say yeah actually jules i don't know if you know this but i, I did an episode on um, korean food and they they shared that like two fourteen is the day that girls confess to guys, and then three fourteen, March fourteenth, is when the guys confess to girls, and then four fourteenth is Singles Day, where you wear where you wear all black. If you're single, you wear all black, and then you go eat uh, jang jang man, <laughs> yeah. black bean noodle. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> sure if it's which way. Like who confesses to who. But I know that there's Valentine's Day and the month later it's White Day. So it's like okay. the other way around. And then Black Day, which is where you go eat jajangmyeon. You're correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I love it. I think we should bring that to America. Yes. All right. Uh, so let's go ahead and start it. What we're going to do today is we're going to – I'm going to play you some of the sound clips from the interviews that I did with these other folks. And just to let the audience out there know, you'll remember these episodes. Uh, so I interviewed Carrie, Lisa, and Ben from our Korean food episode. I interviewed Adam. Adam is a fisherman from Die Hard Fishing YouTube channel. And I interviewed Jenny, Brandon, and Andy from the Pocha Playlist uh, Korean po- drama podcast. And also on that podcast was my friends Nadira from Brisbane, uh, Australia, and also Jennifer from San Francisco. So here we go. So I'm going to play these and then you guys are going to react. So the first question, hey, Ben, on, on a first date, who decides who pays? Um, I, I do think, I think it should be the guy. It, okay. It should always be the guy, you know. Are you sort of old fashioned? Are you in that way? Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I don't know what people's uh, public perception is of me, but um, 
I wholeheartedly believe that uh, as as men, it is our duty to uh, protect women. To uh, to you know, you gotta you, we gotta take care of them. That's All that's right. what I feel. Yeah. Um, wh- I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, women women deal with so much of our shit, and it's just so hard <laughs> being a woman. You know, they have to wear makeup, they have to wear heels, they gotta have babies, they gotta have babies. You know, so it's like. <laughs> You know, we got to be good to our women. So, yeah, <laughs> the least you can do, guys, is, yo, pay the fucking bill. All right. Be a gentleman. Okay. All right, Lisa, what do you think? The one that initiates the date. Okay. So, if, if you ask someone out, then you're going to pay. If if they ask you out, then they should pay. Yeah, I think um, whoever initiates it. But, you know, it really depends on how the date goes, I feel like. I personally am someone that don't like owing people stuff. Uh, so it's like, if I don't feel it, let's split because I don't want to see you again. You don't, you don't <laughs> want any attachment. Yeah. No strings attached. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Carrie, what do you think? Uh, if you go on a first date, who should pay? Uh, our, our culture, like in the, back in the Asia. So, I mean, Korean, China, or Hong Kong, I think I pay. Okay. Yeah. Nothing wrong <laughs> There's with that. no question about that. Yeah. Uh, okay. No problem. <laughs> If you go on now, you've been married for a while, but if you go on a first date, who do you think should pay? Or do you remember who paid on the first date with you and your wife? Um, so I, I paid on their first date. Um, yeah, that was a long time ago. But um, it seems like I feel like the whoever invites the other person, yeah, if that even happens, I think that's a good rule. I think that's a good or, rule. or I mean, yeah, I know like traditionally the guy pays for whatever, but. I feel like nowadays it's kind of yeah. it could go either way. No, I think so. Or even split it too. I mean, even yeah. I'm, no, I think it's, I th- like, I'm not dating anymore, so right. I, I'm out of the game. <laughs> I'm way out of the but, game. Uh, <laughs> I I tell my friends I'm a dating coach now. My I have a lot of friends that are out. All know, right. Yeah. No. This that's what so this whole stuff. episode is going to be is like <laughs> advice for people. Uh, Jennifer, when you go on a first date, who decides to pay, or how do you decide who pays? Well. I've had both situations where in one situation, the guy asked to split. So I was okay with it. And then I've had another situation where the guy offered to pay. And I also allowed that. Um, I mean, I don't, I think it's nice to be treated, but I don't expect it. Like it's not a deal breaker for me if the guy does not pay for my part. Do you mention it before you sit down? You say, oh, by the way, can we split this? Or do you just kind of wait till the bill comes? Oh, no, we always wait until the bill comes. Oh, yeah. Add a little sense of drama. Yeah. So I've never had someone at the very start say, hey, can we split this? It's always at the end when the bill comes. But you wouldn't care. No, I've never been like, hey, do you? I've never at the start of the meal been like, hey, you should pay. (laughs) What if he what if he says, oh, we're going to this really expensive place. And then that you're not really interested in, but then at the end he goes, "Oh, by the way, we're splitting this." <laughs> I, the, if I wasn't interested in it, then I would ask to go somewhere else where I wanted uh, to go. Yeah, to be okay. In with. Yeah, all right, all right. Brandon, what about you? Uh, who decides who's going to pay, or how do you decide who's going to pay on a first date? Well, I guess sometimes it would depend on who initiated the date, but oh, as a general true. rule of thumb for me, I would just say guy always pays on the first and second date. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But just to add some commentary on what Jen said, like I would never take someone to like a Michelin star restaurant on the first date where it's like ridiculous, you know. It's trying a little too hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think all my dates have been like one or two dollar signs on Yelp for the first yeah. date. Like like you have to get to like date five or six and then you'll yep. get to the three dollar sign ones. Yeah. I, I think two is good, a good zone to be in. I think one is a little you're taking your chances you're going to like a hot dog <laughs> stand or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, my answer is first first and second date guy piece. Okay. All right. Now, third date, it, it's anyone, anything goes, or you've already established a pattern here. Or the- a third date is when I'll accept if the girls, if the girl oh, offers okay. to pay, but that's right. more of a test. It's like, did you offer up by the third date? You know? yeah. <laughs> but if you enter in a relationship, do you expect 50 50? No, no. Jenny and I don't really do 50 50. Oh, interesting. Yeah, okay. How about you, Nadira? <laughs> I, I always assume that we pay our own for the first few first dates. And saying that I've been married for such a long time, I don't think, you know, it still applies my assumption. I don't know. Yeah, you're going back to like the 90s. <laughs> what do we do in the 90s? All right. So those are their answers. Any of those answers shock you or do you disagree with? I think it was pretty okay. I was, so, I was like, ooh, first and second date. That is nice. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. 
And he's very, he was very um, clear about that, that that was his rule. It has to be yeah, first and But then after that, when he said, like, I'll see if she offers by the third date, I was like, it's a trap. It's a trap. <laughs> <laughs> red flag, red flag. <laughs> um, how do you guys feel? Uh, would you, would you be okay with either way? Splitting, he pays, you pay, does it matter? Like in, in Australia, do the guys generally offer? Um, I do the thing where, like, if I don't like you, we'll split. And then if I like you, you can pay my way. Yeah, yeah. But usually the guy offers. That, okay, so it's a trap. It's my trap. Do you <laughs> offer? <laughs> you have to offer. If you don't okay. offer, we're not getting a second date because, like, we are fundamentally different. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Um, How about you, Rox? I've had different situations, I guess. I always... Even if it's first day, I think I still offer, but in my mind, I'm like assuming <laughs> they're paying, you know? I'm like, yes. But if if I offer and you say, sure, then that says something, right? So I, I'm doing a test. <laughs> I'm doing a test. And then, yeah, but if they just say, oh, no, no, I've got this, like, you know, then great like that's good especially for a first yeah. and second date i like that answer as well mm-hmm. like first few dates yeah. you're showing that what do you call yeah. it what do you call it that intention chivalry oh, yeah. Uh, yeah 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 if okay. i went on a first date now uh, uh, it was really hard for me to try and imagine like oh, what would it be like but i think what rock said like i'm cool with anything but there's such thing as like tradition and I feel unfortunately like the way it is now, like the tr- I feel like it's sort of expected that the guy should pay. Just like, you know, when people get married, the the groom walks down first and then the bride comes after, right? Like just some things are sort of like set and mm-hmm. I just feel like I can't help. I don't want to have to expect but you kind of do and I also know that the guy feels that too so I don't want to like tap in like I don't want to offend him saying no 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 I don't want to offend him I want him to feel manly and I I don't know if that's right but (laughs) let him be the man he wants to be so I kind of respect that as well yeah Yeah. all right it's a little like dance it's weird yeah Yeah. there's a a lot of traps there's a lot of of (laughs) traps like I've definitely I think at one stage, I was like, okay, I'm just going to pay. And I secretly paid before, like, when they went to the bathroom or something. Ooh. Oh. And then, oh. I don't know, I just kind of wanted to show that I can take care of myself. But then it's not like that worked out or anything. It's just that I thought it would be, yeah. like, you know, I can pay for myself. I don't know. Oh. I don't know why, though. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> did. <laughs> did he? Did he mind or was he cool? He was fine with it. But it didn't work yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Next one. Next question is Are there any red flags that, or there, is there, what is something that someone can do on a first date that would be a red flag for you? All right. Here we go. What's a red flag that would make you say, uh, no, we need to get out of here right now? I don't have a major red flag. Well, actually, you have a turn off question, turn on question. So instead of a red flag, I have more of a turn off. It's just if our sense of humor is really not jiving. Okay. Sense of Which humor. I guess is a red flag because I know it wouldn't work out then if our sense of humor doesn't work, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> if I'm the only one asking questions. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. So that person's not even interested. Or it's just like, are you able to continue the conversation or am I the one putting in all, all the effort? Like who's doing yeah. the heavy lifting here? Because I've right, been on a couple right. dates where it's all me heavy lifting and I'm like, this takes too much energy. <laughs> yeah, obviously not clicking at that point. Mama's boy are always not. If they listen to their mom too much. I think there's a there's a fine guideline between um respecting your parents versus like just listening to everything they say you will never have a good relationship <laughs> in that terms okay yeah okay got it uh like the guy who using like phone a lot during eating or yeah. like whatever we are doing but the only focusing on the phone like texting to friends or whatever it is like just 
stay on the phone like like why did you even come out <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no, i agree, I agree. Yeah, yeah yeah i agree with that sounds like my friend <laughs> oh, yeah there's definitely some of this are there any red flags if you're out on a first date are yeah. there any red flags where you're gonna say uh no let's get the check and let's get out of here uh if she's a total bitch to the wait staff oh, okay yeah, yeah i cannot stand that yeah i i yeah i'll, I'll literally stop her and, and like i'll lecture her like a kid if i have to Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, I would say eating too. I guess. <laughs> um, I have I have one story. Uh, <laughs> I was on a date with this chick, and uh, she's like, "Oh, I, I love Korean food." I'm like, "Oh, great!" So we'll go, <laughs> we'll go eat, right? Um, so we ordered jajangmyeon, and uh-huh. uh, oh, jampong. Uh, we didn't add that to the list, but jampong is like a spicy seafood uh, noodle dish. Very, very, okay. it's fucking fire. But if you don't like spicy, don't don't fuck with it. Um, dude, I kid you not. <laughs> you know when pigs eat, when like yeah, they, when like they bring out like in the fucking box and shit, and they just go ahead. I swear to God, I saw her holding two chopsticks, bro. The one in each hand, bro, just scarfing like, like, dude. I was like, I don't think she even offered me anything. <laughs> and these bulls, yo, my man, these bulls are fucking big, right? Let's let's be real, they're big ass bulls. And this lady, this lady, this chick is just fucking going to town on it. I'm like, oh my god, are you a refugee? Did you not eat? Like, do it's you the first eat? time you've ever eaten food? So um, that that kind of what it is. Okay. I think like there's like a certain etiquette. Sharing is important too. I think. I mean, I like I like someone who likes to eat, but that's yeah. a little, yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, it was like Jaws eating the boat, bro. That's, that's how bad it was, man. Like shit, and I paid, and I still fucking paid, bro. Fuck so you're, yeah. I your t- rule number one came back to bite you, <laughs> bro. I, I, all I did was like I felt like I just fed the homeless. That's all I felt like. That's it. Did you get a tax deductible receipt or anything out of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember I got a diet coke. I do remember that. It was the fucking most expensive diet coke in the world. All right, we should say, audience out there, we don't necessarily agree with any of these views, but uh, yeah, so uh, what do you guys think? Any red flags for you on a date or any comments on what you heard? That's so funny. Um, I got called out for like eating really loudly once. <laughs> Clearly, we are not dating that person, but like I was eating and then just looked up and was like, you eat so loudly. And then I was just like... <laughs> Okay then. <laughs> Wait, is that on a first date? I mean, on a no, date? but it wasn't like a first date. It was like a few days in, and then he was like, "You eat so loudly that," and I was like, "Right." Yeah, uh, yeah. that's a red flag. Yeah, red flag, um, red flag. <laughs> I would say, um, if somebody, if I was on a date and <laughs> if somebody said. That somebody else ate like a pig. That's a red flag. <laughs> oh, he calls women pigs. Yeah, <laughs> that's a red flag. I, oh. Yeah, yeah. No, there's we we uh yes. <laughs> yeah, no, we are definitely not condoning any of the sentiments from our guests here, but. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's see. Next question. Let me see. Next question was: uh, Can you think of a non-sexual turn-on? So something that turns you on, other than like you know nothing sexual, just something simple. Here we go. Do you have a non-sexual turn-on? Yeah, I don't know. I want to say like just like being confident in general. I feel like that's a good. A good thing that helps that helps you out. All right, all right. Well, could it be something physical? Oh, okay, yeah. when a guys yeah. have their veins. <laughs> I love. Are you a nurse? Yeah, no, 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 no. I love it when like a guy can like flex his arm, and then I see his veins. And I just forewarning, my boyfriend does not have this. I just like it. <laughs> <laughs> what What is it about that? Is it? It's not about the size of the muscles no, or anything. It, it's just the. It's vein. just like when they're flexing, you can see their veins prominently show up. I don't know why okay. I like that. That's or, a, or okay. back muscles. What about the hand or, on the steering no, wheel? And like back muscles also really nice. Okay. Really? Yeah, back muscles are really like I don't even care about the six pack. If you have a back muscles, that's better for me. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Because like if you're hanging off a cliff, he, he can exactly. pull you up. Exactly. Like when someone like I, when I go to the gym, <laughs> like I like I like to look at guys do the pull up machines. It's like yeah. I'm trying to think why that would be a turn on. Maybe because yeah, uh, the only thing I could think of is if you're hanging off a building and you're hanging on his feet or something, he could be able to pull you. I, <laughs> no, that's Curtis. a valuable thing. <laughs> that, that is a valuable is, yeah, skill. A no, it's when a guy has to pick up the girl. He's using his back muscles mostly. Is he? But I'm, I guess but the I'm core. You have to have a good back. core. I'm thinking about the upper back portion. <laughs> that trapezius, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the it, lats and traps. It would help me shoulder the burden of my life with his broad shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> he can carry your baggage. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right, Brandon, you got a non-sexual turn on? Uh, I don't mind if we are very in comfortable clothes regularly if you know assuming uh, we've already started dating but then when we decide to go out or go on a date it's nice when they put in the effort to look nicer you know yeah is that yeah. true wow i feel yeah. like i'm learning a lot about you yeah, take some notes. <laughs> uh jenny do you have any non-sexual uh, turn-ons non-sexual turn-ons i think when people like do little things to try to take care of you that's like a turn-on uh, for me it's kind mm-hmm. of like which is it's like weird right it's like obviously you should date someone who cares about you but like it's like to make the extra effort of like doing smaller things not just like Mm -hmm. the big gestures i think that's like the big thing for me yeah 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 no i I like nice girls i've always dated girls that are really nice like you know like the take care of others yeah nadira you have a non-sexual turn on no i'll go with the broad shoulder same as jen (laughs) why why, why are we so vain nadira they had so actually i don't know man (laughs) All right. If she winks. Really? I like a good wink. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it means like she's playful, you know, she's, yeah. you know, she's, she should be more on like the sweet side, you know? Yeah. So yeah, like a good little cute little wink, you know, but like, right. I, I'm a sucker for that. I'm like, oh, I, so like, yeah. I know, like, I know something that you don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's playful. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's a good one. That's a good oh, one. Oh, thank you. I think a guy who can just dress really well. Ah, okay. Yeah, like they have fashion sense. I think that's definitely a turn on because they know how to take care of themselves. I think that's as a representation of that. So on a first date, if a guy shows up in sweats and a t-shirt, it's like a no-go? Oh, I mean, this was a, a debated thing, especially sure. in the Bay yeah, Area, yeah, sure. I've heard. Like a lot of first date guys ask girls to go hiking. Oh, right, 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 right. right, right. Yeah, so yeah. I don't really understand that concept. <laughs> All right. All right. No, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Carrie, yeah. what do you think? Uh, is there a non-sexual turn-on? Non-sexual turn-on means what it is. Like what something that? that's really attractive to you, but is not about, you know, romance. Uh, like what, what about a guy would really make you go, wow, that guy is cool? I think like similar to Lisa, but I like, not the clothes, maybe the perfume. Oh, really? Like something, ah. like something, like it has like a really like good perfume smell. Not like a the that is always nice. Yeah, not the strong like a man perfume, but there's another like uh like like in the middle of the that kind of scent sm- perfume smells not, smells not, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not feminine, not too like masculine. In the middle of that, like he knows what kind of perfume is it. Like he chooses like a like. Good perfume and uh, maybe I'll stop for that. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. All right. You guys have any non-sexual turn-ons? I like a really deep voice, like a really, really deep voice. And I also like fucking love it when I don't have to do like housework. I hate housework. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought people would say. Stuff like a, a man who does the dishes or something. Yeah, no, it's um do you guys read that piece on the guy whose wife divorced him because he kept leaving the cup by the sink yeah and yeah and then i was just like i didn't understand it before i moved in and then like sometimes i lie in bed and i'm just like wow i think i might kill you over mopping (laughs) (laughs) how about you guys you have a non-sexual turn on yeah, I think if they can take care of themselves, including housework and, you know, doing their own laundry, everything like they, their home is tidy enough and they can look after themselves, then I think that's like a good thing because 
I don't know, when you're growing up, there's like, I don't know, guys with really messy rooms or, yeah, you know, you don't want yeah, that. I don't want yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you. I'd say, um, yeah, the fashion one, I totally related to that one. I think like the way someone dresses doesn't mean they have to wear like head to toe something like a perfect outfit, but the way someone dresses, if it appeals to me, it would definitely catch my eye. And also if they smell nice, mm. I'm yeah. really sensitive to smell. And if they smell amazing, like I'll be like, whoa, <laughs> whoa. It just catches your attention. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. All right. Next question is, um, how do you feel or would you be okay with your significant other having many close friends of the opposite sex? Okay, here we go. This is kind of more personal. Would you be okay if your significant other had a lot of friends of the opposite sex? Like best friends. I wouldn't love it. You would or you wouldn't? I would not. It's not like a big deal, obviously. But if it's like, oh, yeah, these are my closest friends and it's like 15 gals, I'll be like, "Mm." (laughs) (laughs) you know, like I I want you to have like guys and girls as your friends. Well, define lots, right? Oh, yeah, I guess. (laughs) Like if you have like three, that's fine. But if you have like eight and you're all like super close, I'd be kind of like, whoa, what's going on? That's a little much. Yeah. 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 Uh, How about you, Nadira? Um, I'm okay with that. For some reason, Brian really gets along with women, middle-aged women. I don't know how, but he's he's very popular with him at his workplace. So, and one of his closest (laughs) friends is about the same age, and she's, yeah, she was his roommate, and I'm fine with that. Okay. If anything, I encourage it. I find that women are more in touch with their feelings, and I think that's a good Mm. influence on him. Are you okay if your significant other has a lot of friends of the opposite sex? Oh, man, that's a good question. Damn. What a whore. No, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, so I, I, it really depends on the person. A lot of this stuff really just depends on the person yeah. and your level of tolerance. But um, put it this way, I, I did this chick, right? You know, beautiful, you know, like arm sleeve tattoo piercings. She was like a dancer, you know? So she was like, she looked like she was like, you know, work like she looked like a K-pop star, right? Right, right. And she had a lot of guy, a lot of guy friends, uh-huh. like a lot. Yeah. And I didn't mind. It's 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 only what you got to see is how the guy friend is actually right. Uh, see them guess, together, interacted. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, bitch. I was like, don't you know this motherfucker is like in love with you? <laughs> like what? No. Yeah. No, I know man. what you mean. I know what you're you being mean. that. That is such small dick energy. Like stop. <laughs> and I'm like. And I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm like the easiest going guy. Right. I don't get jealous. I can't stand it. Like I'll get jealous, but like, I'll acknowledge it. I won't like cause a scene and stuff. You know, jealousy is, it's, it's healthy. It means you care, but you know, it depends on crossing the line. Yeah. If she is with a lot of guy friends because she obviously seeks attention, you know, and she needs that validation, then, you know, she's meant for the streets. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Can't save her dog. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, you yeah. know, like it's J. Cole says, you know, yeah. she knows, you know, yeah, yeah. it's, yeah, it's, yeah. that's what it is. So, uh, um, but if they grew up from like elementary school and they're neighbors and they're just homies, yeah, you can tell, you can tell they're just brother, sister kind of vibe. You know? Yeah. But dude, yo, dog, I had, I had so many of my friends that were like that dude. That was asexual. That, like the, the girl saw him as like asexual. Like, oh, he doesn't have a penis. He's my brother. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, bro, like it can destroy. It can destroy a guy, man. I, I, I gotta say, it's always because he probably liked know. her the whole time, right? <laughs> Dude, I, I had, I had a friend of mine. Um, he was in love with her, like since, like, yeah, like since I think almost elementary oh, school, wow. bro. But he was such a little bitch, and I was like, bro, sometimes you just gotta be like more aggressive, you know, like initiate some touch, you know. Like, make fun of her a little, you know, and then do a nice gesture, you know, right, like right. confuse the shit out of her. Yeah. That's how that's that's what it is. <laughs> and but don't be her bitch and be like, oh, yeah, I'll do it for you. Do yeah, whatever you want. Yeah. Uh-huh. You want me to listen about your boy problems? No, don't do that. But um, yeah, it, uh, it varies like that. It's man. hard. To, it's a hard game to tell. Man. All right. We should say that is Ben from the worst Asian podcast. Totally on brand. If you know, Ben. Uh, yeah. And we should also say out of everyone on here, uh, 
he's the only one that is still single. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise or not surprised? Hmm, not too know. surprised. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he he has charm at times, but he also he also has no filter. Oh my god, my in my head I was like, Ben, stop, stop talking now, Ben, you stop. <laughs> yeah, he he goes like we recorded like easily an hour. It, most people was like ten minutes, you know, to do these questions, and for him was easily an hour. Yeah, Ben, do you ever want to? date people again you have <laughs> yeah. devastated your chances <laughs> well hopefully no one he's interested in will ever listen to this podcast but actually if they listen to his podcast they'll hear an earful from him every week anyway so uh yeah is it uh what do you think possible for guys and girls to be friends when they're dating like i'm gonna say right now like my partner right now all his friends are girls and then <laughs> if I knew this when I started dating him, <laughs> yeah, no, I I don't like it and I don't think I'd do it again, yeah. Mm. It's just not mm. worth the drama of having to be like, so why, why are like the top 10 of your closest friends all girls and why are you so close to them? It's just like genuinely not worth it. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah. My partner, he doesn't have any girlfriends, so it's really hard for me to, like, you know, uh, it's easy for me to say, like, oh, sure, he can have friends that are female, um, but I think it really depends on, like, the girls. So, you know, every time, if they're meeting him and they're, like, in their hoodie and, like, no makeup and, you know, they're not like trying to attract him then I'll be like oh whatever like you know all good but you know if she's coming like looking cute every time in front of me or like flirty flirty yeah. or like crossing the line whatever that may look like then yeah I think that will mm. be sort of in the no zone so yeah, it really depends on the, the girl I'll say yeah yeah I think when you see them interact, you can kind of tell. You yeah. can tell, tell which yeah. friends are homies and which friends are like, you know, you can tell that she or he might have other intentions. So the last two questions are, is it possible to go from best friends to lovers? Why don't you guys comment first before we get to the recording? What do you guys think? Is it possible for someone to be best friends with someone and then switch to lovers? I think so. I think yeah. so. I think it's so possible. Yeah. yeah, I definitely think so. Like you just don't know what ha can happen in life and yeah. feelings change. And if you're so compatible as friends or as best friends, mm -hmm. then of course, like why not? Like I think it can definitely happen. Yeah, and maybe yeah. it was like a timing thing. Like maybe mm -hmm. when you were friends, you were dating other people, but you always liked each other as friends and they're not, you know, bad looking, like, and then maybe the timing just worked out and, like, someone, you know, made a move or something. It's, like, it's – you already know them so well. But then it's also so scary to risk ruining that yeah. friendship. Yeah. But I think maybe it's possible. Like a double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it ever worked for me, but I've, I've heard of it happening. Sorry, mm -hmm. Teddy, you're going to say something? No, I was going to be like, you see, this is why I don't like it when <laughs> the person you're dating has like a, a best friend of the other yeah, gender because the switch is way too easy. I think it's really cute when you're best friends and then you date. But then like if your partner has like a best friend who's like, I'll be like, why? Why didn't you just date her mm -hmm. if she's your best friend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah no it, it happens it's it's not just in movies it happens sometimes yeah all right let's hear what people had to say is it possible for best friends to transition to dating is that is that something that you've ever observed or that you can see yourself doing jenny and i knew each other before we started dating and we were okay. pretty pretty friendly so i guess yeah all right. Would all right. you say you were more acquaintances or were you like just friendly or what was it? Were we best friends before we started dating? Best friends. Best friends. Uh, I would consider us best friends. That's true. Yeah, I think we were. True. I actually didn't like Brandon that much. Well, you ruined my answer now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. We were friends. We were friends. But uh, I would not say best friends. 
Okay. All right. I don't know. I don't know if I can see that happening. But someone said that it only would happen if you probably did like each other this whole time. <laughs> I do think it True. can happen if like it's the right time and right place. You know what I mean? Like you know, like when you're young and you have like friends who you're like, if we're not married by 45, we're just going to marry each other. You know, I feel like it's one yeah. of those things. <laughs> true, true. I, that, that's funny. I had um, this is kind of spicy. Um, so I, in my yes. in my oh. friend group. OK, so I know I'm not going to mention their names, obviously, but they're friends. And they said that to each other. Like, by the, if we're not 30, let's marry each other. Right. But oh, the guy ended up getting engaged to her best friend instead it's kind of wild yeah so i'm just like it's kind of wild so i mean and, and in this case i think they were friends like so with he was friends with both of them so yeah i mean it's fair game so right? technically it is friends to lovers right yeah and i mean it wasn't a it wasn't a guarantee it wasn't a promise yeah so just... i think that's why it was like <laughs> that's still fine i think uh, Have you ever seen it done? Yeah, <laughs> uh, not that I can think of. I would say it's possible. Oh, actually, I take that back. I think I do know one person who they're currently still in the dating phase. So I don't know if it's going to work out in the long term, <laughs> but so far it's going well. All right. Um, but they know so much I about think each other, really right? Tough. Yeah, yeah. I think it's tough in general, but yeah. Definitely, like from regular. I don't know what best friends might be tough, but just friend, you know, friend acquaintances. You like that's that's pretty common, but it's hard to like go from. So you'll have to come back to me on that because okay. this, this couple I'm thinking of are still in the the, the, dating the data case, is so. still out there. <laughs> yeah. Is this like a opinion for yourself? Sure, sure. Or yeah, like you for could, general. Yeah, either way, you can answer it anyway. I don't believe in friends turning into lovers for myself. I think it's hard. <laughs> I, think it's- I, I think it's like, dude, if the attraction is there, it's there. If it's not there, it ain't there. It's hard to just mm-hmm. switch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with Lisa. <laughs> but that's more of a me thing. I know people who date their best friends, but like, I yeah, can't. I don't I know can, how I, I would. Can. Yeah, I agree with you. I don't know how you would go from that transition. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's so much to lose at that. I point. know. Yeah, but at the same time, you know them very well. You know, you know a lot about them, so I could see yeah. why it would happen. But I don't know if I could ever do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard. All right, is it possible to go from best friends to uh, boyfriend or girlfriend? Oh hell can you yeah! Make that transition. You can do it. Yeah, bro. That's the best. I think. I think that's. I think that's uh, what. I think that's what everyone wants. Actually, I don't know. We the other the rest of us uh, said. It's not doable. From best friend to to like romantic lovers and shit. Yeah, it's hard to make that switch, right? You think it's doable, though? Huh? Well, I, th- I think I mean, it's, it's great I, if it works. It it it, it can, man. And you know what? Like there, ha- I know there's stories of that kind of shit out there, man. There is, yeah, for you sure, know? it happens. But um, I think so. Maybe I'm, I'm assuming. Uh, um, can I ask you, like, who was your panel that you asked this? As oh, well? those Lisa and Carrie. Those yeah, Lisa, Lisa and Carrie. Yeah. Um. I could clearly tell that they were just also just completely not sexually attracted to them. That's that's a big thing, probably. Yeah, um, that's what they were saying. They were saying if it wasn't there, it's not going to be there. So right. you're saying that if you were best friends, but secretly you might have always liked each other, then you can make that switch. Um, yeah, because you know, you know, I'll even throw this in there. Sometimes I think it's hard when friends are, or you know, friends are attracted or attractive people or whatever. Right, right. I think then that gets hard, but then that can lead to like a romantic, you know, longevity kind of thing. So I disagree with you, ladies. I think, yeah, no, nothing wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's a good Fair question, enough. man. I like that. I like that. All right, so yeah, I think the range there, people could go either way on that one. Uh, I think it'd be it'd be interesting if it ever happened, but I don't think I've never <laughs> experienced that. All right, last question for everyone was, uh, what's the biggest age gap you, you would ever date someone? Ooh, that's, a, that's hard. Is a hard one? It depends? Uh, I think it happens when it happens. So, like, because I never thought I would date people younger than me before. But, you know, it, 
you realize like when you talk to guys, it's not about their age. It's really about like how they think as a person. So I've, I've met younger people who are way, way more mature than like guys who are older than me. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's true. How about you, Carrie? What, what's the biggest age gap you would ever do? So my brother is four years younger than me. So can't be younger than that, <laughs> can't be younger than him. So maybe a maximum three years younger yeah. than me. Uh, above also maybe three. I think four would be too much gap. Huh. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's, it's personal preference, right? Like yeah, yeah. yeah. I am the worst person to ask about age gap because I, I have no problem with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like to me, it's about the power relations, right? It doesn't matter yeah. if they're 30 years apart, but if right. there is like some sort of equality, then yeah, yeah it's not a problem yeah. for me. Doesn't it depend on the age of the person though? Like when yeah. you're 15, your age gap should be very narrow. When you're right. 20, it should expand a bit. When you're Let's 25, it should expand. within the legal framework, Jeff. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just like, when you're, even when you're 20, I feel like it should there's it's like, like stage of life. Yeah, exactly. More, like when you're 40, yeah, go plus 20, minus 20. I don't care. You do you. <laughs> like I have a problem with Leo DiCaprio and his dating history because, you know, that seems to be an internal issue that he's not working through. Like I have oh, a problem gosh. with that. Yeah, a little. Wow, what's the age he drops everyone at? 25? 25, 25 yeah. <laughs> we just talked about that. I'm getting yeah. dropped this year. Uh, <laughs> Same. <laughs> oh, you're turning 20? Yeah. Uh, so Jennifer, what's the biggest age gap you would... Well, I would answer based on my current age. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and then my yeah. answer would change when I hit right. Yeah, if you're 99, age. yeah. <laughs> if I'm 99, different. my age gap is like 80. <laughs> 50 years, yeah. <laughs> I'll date 19 year olds. Right. <laughs> so as a 25 year old, would you go plus plus 10? I would, yeah. Okay. Wait, I would not go minus 10. Right, right. I, I like <laughs> yeah. that's borderline insanity. Uh, but would I would you go minus five. I would actually go plus fifteen. Plus 15. At 25. All right. But would you go minus five? No. Yeah. Because stage of life, he's still no, in there's That's a hard no. Yeah. Even yeah, okay. even if they just graduate college, that's a no. Really? Yeah. All right. Uh, Jenny, what's the biggest age gap that you would do? I think plus 10 and then minus like two. <laughs> and yeah. it has to be yeah. a rare individual. Yeah. Like I don't think. Yeah. Again, but yeah, if you're 45, you might reassess that, right? That's true. Yeah, like the age thing. Like at my current age, I would date someone a lot older, but like I wouldn't date someone like that much younger, you know? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Brandon, you have an age gap in mind? I, I think it depends on obviously my age. Let's just right. say that I was 35. I think I'd be okay. comfortable with someone maybe 20, 25, 26. Yeah. Why did you pick 35? You're like nowhere near 35. It's kind of an average. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, like if I'm 40 or 45, then dating a 25 person, then it's yeah, like, yeah. And I yeah. think it also depends on how much money I have too. Right, right. Can you justify <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> uh Andy, you there? Oh yeah. What's the biggest age gap that you would do if you're dating someone? Um, biggest age gap. So I guess plus three older than me and then if it's younger then it would be probably probably like three or four years younger All right, oh, pretty, very pretty tight narrow range. Range. Yeah. Okay. Tight plus range. or minus three or four yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> all right uh last one what's okay. the biggest age gap that you would go go out with <laughs> up or down up Ooh. and down oh man <laughs> <laughs> right, you're right in the middle. You're kind of like mid thirties, right? I, so you could I, go I am thirty-five. Yes, I am right. 35. So you could go. How far down? Oh man, uh, I'm keeping it legal. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, uh, don't go, uh, David Bowie or R. Kelly. That's no, right. no, we're not. That's we're not a, going uh, yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. Um, the running joke for the longest time with our friends, including Lindsay, was that. They're saying, "Oh, Ben's like Leonardo." As soon as they turn twenty-five, <laughs> he dumps them. The and age I, out, yeah. yeah, and I didn't realize it until the, the motherfucker said it. And I was like, "You fucking piece of shit!" I was like, "Bro, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm heartbroken." You know, like I'm like going to a breakup. He's like, "Yeah, you did it because she's twenty-five." I'm like, I'm like, you know, what a shitty ass friend, man. I was like, "Jeez, man." Um, but let's see, the oldest. Uh, I definitely dated a woman in her forties. Okay. Yeah. Um, she lied so about her you, age. 
So but you go six or seven years up, maybe. I, I'm not lying, bro. If she's if she looks good at 45. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. No, man. If no. she got it, she got it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, yo, right. like, look at Halle Berry, bro. I'll, you're telling me you wouldn't. I yeah, mean, you know, you know no. Yeah. Um, but youngest, um, I'm, 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 old, I'm older now, but I remember I, I can't, I, I'll be honest. I don't know. It's because it's like ageism or older, but especially dealing with younger people, I can't stand it. Just the way they talk. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, you know, I'm just like, yo, just, yo, know, I'll just read the Bible. Like, please, for the love of God, <laughs> I'd rather read the fucking Bible. At this point, um, <laughs> and talk about what the twenty ones year olds are talking about. Yeah, I just yeah, man, and like they're always on their phones. Um, so the youngest, I guess, I I I would say ideally would be probably like twenty five. I would say under yeah. that, then it's like I like when you're twenty to twenty five, eighteen to twenty five. You are so different from twenty five to thirty than thirty. You don't, 30. yeah. You don't even know who you Those are. Those five yeah. year increments are so crucial yeah. in growth. So, um, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So I'll do opposite Leo. I'll date them after twenty five. But when I was younger, I was, I, I was, I was a. Uh, I guess I was being Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> without knowing. <laughs> um. All right, guys. What do you think on your your age range? Teddy, what would you do? Oh my God, Ben's dating life is wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need more more into that. Yeah, we need more. Yeah, I think he that. has an episode this week. Actually, if you go to the Worst Asian Pod, you can hear more about his dating life. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I always thought, do you guys have like this formula? So if you're if you're a dude, it should be divided by two plus seven. But <laughs> yeah, so like that's the youngest that you can date. Uh, yeah, but then when I do the math, it's like a 21-year-old should be the youngest and a 70-year-old should be the oldest. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm not going to date a 21 or like a 70-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think I would go like much older, like maybe like 10, 15 years for up and maybe like a couple years for down. Yeah. But yeah. But they have to be like very special people. Because, like, if I'm going to introduce this dude that looks like he could be my dad to my friends, he better be pretty <laughs> fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how about Jules? What do you think? Uh, it was so interesting hearing everyone else's answers. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think it really depends on, yeah, your current age. <sighs> right. For me, I'm 30, what, three? I'm 33, 34. I'm 33. I'm like 40. Would I date a 40 year old or would I date a 21? Okay. I can't go like 21. Like, has to be over at least over 25, I would say. I think um, the easiest answer would be like, you know how there's like different generations, like Gen Z, millennial? I don't think I could date like a baby boomer or you know what I mean? <laughs> I think like yeah, within yeah. my generation is probably like the safe zone for me. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise I think we'll just be on different wavelengths. Just kind of what Ben, like what Ben was saying right. about like, it's hard to talk to young people. I think, <laughs> yeah. Like it'd be frustrating for them as well. I think. Yeah. 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 What do you think? That's Rob? an interesting way to look at it. The same generation. But I think I think if I'm looking at my age now, it's kind of like plus ten or minus three. But then when I was younger, I thought plus five max, you know. But then yeah, now my now my like husband, he's actually seven years older, and I thought, oh, like you know, plus ten isn't that bad, or well, plus eight, yeah, ten isn't that much. So I think it just yeah. depends. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, my wife and I are eight. Mm. And at first, we were when we were younger, it seemed like a, a bigger deal. <laughs> and then as as we we're getting older, and we're both hitting middle age, it doesn't <laughs> seem to matter as much yeah. at all. Yeah. So yeah, I think a decade. I feel like a decade would be a limit in a way. It's kind of maybe more of a psychological limit than anything else. Mm. But I feel like if you're born in a different decade, it's kind of yeah, it gets to be gets to be kind of tricky. All right, guys. Do you want to? Uh, do you have an ideal? Can we come up with an ideal first date? What would be an ideal first date for you guys? Indoors or outdoors? 
Is the weather good? Oh yeah, uh, yeah weather. That's true. Yes, yeah, weather. You don't want a outdoor first date in Singapore. You don't want that. <laughs> Because you're either sweating too much or it's raining. Yeah, or... it's either like you're hot or you're wet. There is no in between. You can't do your hair. But if it's like, like in the Bay Area, that's kind of nice sometimes. Uh, or if yeah, you're like yeah. in like a nice fall, it's it's a nice outdoor thing. Yeah. There's always something to look at and always something to comment on if you're, you know, outside. You yeah. Know, a little more casual in a way. If you're, like, at a restaurant, you just have, like, each other to look at, which I guess is the point of the date. But then yeah, it gets, you know, like, the awkward silence on the first date where you have, like, pauses in between things that you're saying. And yeah. you're just like, do I come up with something to say or do they say something? And just it's just like, ugh. Yeah, it's a little too much pressure in a way. And then if you do something like, you know, a, a show or a movie or something, then you're not talking at all. You're just sitting mm-hmm. there. So yeah, I don't know if that's the ideal either. I think maybe like just a coffee somewhere, like either afternoon or morning, because I feel like drinks, drinks could lead to stuff yeah. that you don't want to, I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, drinks could, Yeah, I don't know. I just think drinks have guys or girls might have different expectations of where that might go. Yes. And then yeah. I feel like a meal is too formal for a first date. Like I don't. I big don't, commitment. Yeah. Like I, I don't, might not want to have a whole meal with you. <laughs> Three hours. Yeah. yeah. But whereas like coffee is like, you know, it could lead to the next thing. Like you could have a meal with them after a few, it's going really well. Yeah. So it's more casual, like less scary. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because like sometimes a restaurant might be too quiet, but then sometimes a, like a bar would be too noisy. So I think cafe is kind of nice, you know, yeah. level of noise to be able to talk, but not awkward, awkward quietness. Yeah, maybe. But I don't know if that's like boring. Like, yeah. I think that's a good one because it's kind of like if it's really if you're having a terrible date, you you can <laughs> you can you know you can be like okay great coffee see ya but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a great date you, you can be like oh do you want to go for a walk after yeah, yeah. like you can extend yeah. it so yeah. that's pretty good yeah yeah I think with my answer I was gonna sort of piggyback off what Teddy said like the weather mm-hmm. I think um anything that's quite whatever the weather is it has to be like suited to that day so Ooh. I don't want to go on a hike in a blizzard. <laughs> You know, I don't want to go on a picnic on a rainy day, like something that suits the weather at the time. Like if it is a really nice spring day, a picnic will be amazing. Um, If it's really cold, something cozy, you know, by the fireplace might be nice. Like, I don't know. I'm all about the vibes. So I think that'll be my answer. Whatever is like suited to the current season and weather. Mm. Yeah. I do like moving too, as opposed to like, if you're sitting there and you don't have anything to say, it feels super awkward. But if yeah. you're like taking a walk or something and you don't have anything to say, it doesn't seem quite as awkward. Yeah, no. And you can like point out things and then you can see yeah. their reaction <laughs> to like filter yeah. them. Yeah. yeah. What do you guys think of a bookstore date? Do you think a bookstore date is a good first date? If we, if that's like a meeting point, I think that's a good meeting point. And then you could, you know, figure out what to do next or something. I, I, I think good. it's, yeah, it's kind of cute. <laughs> yeah. You go to the bookstore date and like your date is there and he has like the anarchist cookbook and he's like, here's what we're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe not that. But uh, but yeah, you can do a little research, right? You can find out what they're interested oh, in a little bit. That's true. You can, you can say Oh yeah, you like art, or oh, you like you know the travel music, or yeah, 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 yeah. I thought when little. you said bookstore, it's like romantic. You know, I was yeah. imagining like you know one person's on one side of the shelf and the other person <laughs> the other side, and then you, know, you you take out a book and yeah. then you make eye contact and like, the lights like screaming through the window. I think it's pretty like yeah. pretty pretty romantic. Yeah. Yeah. You can find out if someone's a reader. You find out if someone doesn't watch, doesn't read anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you have a first date story? Mm, maybe one I can think of that didn't go well was the the idea of the date was dinner and then a movie, and we went to dinner, but the guy didn't order anything. So, but it's dinner time, so I was hungry, and we're at this restaurant, so I'm like, okay, I'll 
I'll eat something. But then because he didn't order anything and he didn't eat, he just said he ate before or something. And and then we had to watch the movie. It was like such a drag and it was already a turn off. So I was like, okay, I'm <laughs> glad this movie is over. Like I need to go home now. So, so why didn't he eat? I don't know. It was just weird. Right. It was so weird. Yeah. And then, yeah, that just threw me off. So That is weird when you're sitting there eating and someone's just standing, sitting there watching. Yeah, it was really awkward. <laughs> That's really awkward, yeah. How about you? Yeah, Curtis, do you have any first date stories? You want my, <laughs> you want the one that actually worked? So um, Viv will disagree with me on this one where she thinks... She said that it wasn't a date. So when I, okay, so my sister throws these events. She's a food planner, so she does these events. So she had one in San Francisco, and it was all these top chefs in San Francisco, and it's at this pavilion, and they have these booths, and you just basically, once you get a ticket in, you walk around, unlimited food and unlimited wine and all this stuff. And so I thought this would be a, a you know, this, my sister has a hookup, so I got the tickets for this. And so I invited Viv. But I, I think I told her that it wasn't a date. I said, okay, just to let you know, you know, there's this cool thing, but it's not a date. Just something I think you might enjoy. And then, but she thinks that she said that she let me know that it wasn't a date. So, we disagree on that. But in the end, it would turn out really well. We we're walking around. But one thing I forgot was that my sister had gotten my parents tickets for the same night. <laughs> So we were there and so it was our literally our first time out and so she met my parents wow. on the first night <laughs> like I could yeah I can imagine that she was a little mortified you know meeting someone's parents on their first night but my parents are cool so it wasn't like a big deal like they didn't make a big deal we just bumped into them but yeah it turned out pretty well after that we we did do other we did do other actual dates after that but that was the first time we hung out so what about you, Teddy? You got a, a first date horror story or first date success story? I, okay, so the the thing is that, like, I, after, like, my college, I went and, like, on a, like, little Tinder spree because I had no job and I had nothing to do. Then I was like, oh, well, why don't we, like, just date people for a bit and see, like, whether they can fill the time until I get a job. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then the thing is, so I was talking to like a couple of guys and then one night I was out and the guy was like, oh, it's because the club, the clubs are all in the same area here. And then he was like, oh, I'm actually at uh, a bar that's right next to the club that you're at. And I was like, okay, why don't we like have like a little high? It's not like a first date, but we'll like see each other in person and Curtis, I got catfished so bad. No, no. <laughs> like his Tinder photo was hot. His Tinder photo was great. He had abs. He was like tall and good looking. Oh, no. And then out comes this like middle aged fat. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with fat, but like he did not yeah. look like his photo uh-huh. and I was just like are you a 35 year old man with like a college photo on your Tinder <laughs> come on bro no oh man yeah um, that happens that happens yeah and my friends were with me because they were like we're not gonna let you go out to like yeah, just sit yeah. like have a drink with this random dude <laughs> we are gonna come and we are gonna like bitch about him <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah and then they were like, it was really bad. Like, one of my friends was like, is it that fatty? And then I was like, oh! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it can't be! And then, so I think we both blocked each other on <laughs> Tinder afterwards. Like, like I hopped on and I think I probably blocked him immediately and then he probably blocked me because, like, clearly it was not nice to be called that. Outside, <laughs> I don't club. get. I guess I don't understand catfishing because, like, at at a certain point, they're gonna figure it out, right? No, and at then, some point you're gonna meet, and then it's just going to. Yeah. No, I think it's like, oh, well, my winning personality that likes to lie about how I look charm them before they actually have to meet me in person. I don't know. Yeah, I guess I just don't see how they would see this happily ending. You know, like. Yeah. Do you think they're in denial and they think, oh, yeah, that's me just 10 years ago, but 
I, I still have the same face, it's but maybe thing. he's in denial. I don't yeah, know. It's like, what do you mean, Kathy? <laughs> this is me. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I guess to some people, it doesn't matter how the body looks. But I'm like so superficial, guys. I'm so superficial. <laughs> <laughs> no, it matters. It, yeah. 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 You know, there has to be some attraction there. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, I hope everyone out there learned something, what to do, maybe what not to do, or maybe what not to say <laughs> on a first date. Um, any closing comments, you guys? Um, happy Valentine's. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Yeah. I hope everyone gets to, I don't know, sometimes it can feel a bit lonely on Valentine's Day. So True. I think no matter like you know, where you are, like, I think you can always have fun and treat yourself and, you know, yeah. have a good yeah. time. So just sending out positive vibes out to yeah. whoever yeah. listening. Who cares, guys? It's just another Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Go out with your friends, have some fun, go have a meal by yourself. Who cares? Yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, hope you had fun. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you to my guests. In person here, we have Jules, Rox, and the famous Teddy Tail. Uh, thank you to all the people who are on the on the recording. We have Carrie and Lisa. We have Ben from the Worst Asian Podcast. We have Adam from Die Hard Fishing. Jenny, Brandon, Andy from Poacher Playlist. And, of course, all my other friends like Jennifer, Nadira, Lisa, and Carrie. So thank you, everyone, for chiming in on that. Do you have any stories? Go ahead and send it to us at infatuationpodcast at gmail.com. Hey, give uh, give Rocks and Jewels a listen over at Asian Soup Podcast. You can get that anywhere you get your podcasts and you can find them on Instagram at Asian Soup Podcast. And um, you can listen to more of Teddy on A Briefcase Podcast. She is found wherever you get podcasts and also on Instagram at A Briefcase Podcast. But yeah, so thank you everybody thanks Jules thanks Rox thanks Teddy thanks Curtis thanks Curtis Curtis. and as usual thank you all for listening out there and we'll talk to you again soon bye see ya bye bye bye